What's up, y'all? This is Tiny and Kelvin Smith. Running back DeAndre Torrey. Senior receiver Michael Lawrence. Senior guard DJ Draper. And you're listening to Bruni's Breakdown Podcast, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni. And with me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, how are you? Feel good, Bruni. You feel good? You look good. <laughs> I love these off-the-top intros. They're just, they're so spontaneous. <laughs> you look good. I've never heard you even tell me that. Feel good, look good, and, play and good, you... pod good. Stop. That's the key. Hey, we played pretty good last night. No, we didn't, Colin. We lost. By we only 30. lost by twenty-two. That's our second, yeah. second closest loss. It is honestly last. It actually so is. we've played two games since we talked to them yep, last. We lost by forty-one and then twenty-two. Yeah, we had some so had some rough games, but now yeah. we're going into the playoffs. I played you know? forty minutes last night. You know, uh, team contributor. We had five players. I was a team contributor. We had five players. I, I hit two threes. You hit two threes, Colin. Yes, you did. Yes, yes you, you did. did. The finger wag you just gave me was so patronizing. It was great. It was great. Um, but now we have the playoffs next week, Colin. Any any strategy you're thinking going into this? Because we're basically the seven. Check the bracket. We're yet. the seven seed. The team we beat is now zero and eight. <laughs> but we still have a worse point differential. <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to know. Does does the does the jury, as in our listeners, want to know the uh, point differential for our team? The thing is, it's one, it's negative one twenty one, and that's with a thirty point win. That's not supposed to be ours. So really, it's negative one fifty when you think about it. In set in eight games, that is insane. That's pretty bad, I'd say. And we are one, one in seven, but we won a game, Colin. That's all that really matters. That's so we all go. I care about. We're playing the play. We're gonna go play the playoffs. Yep. Next week. Yep. It's definitely gonna be a quick, painless death. They're just gonna. Chop very, our heads off. Very quick. Execution will be done. Uh, but it'll be great. And, um, you know, it, it's been a fun season, Colin. I can't complain. I can't complain. Because is, it, is this going to be our last podcast? Uh, I think until, last until, podcast. until August, basically. Unless there's an emergency pod. Like, yeah, unless unless something crazy happens, like Mason transfers before the season starts. Then uh, Yeah, there you go. Or Case and Martin is the new starting bracket, Bruni. Bracket of what? The bracket of our playoff. I want to. I want to. I want to let the let them know who we play. Colin, these guys put us as winners when we lost by thirty points. I don't think this league has. Well, we lost by more full, than thirty, but I don't think this league has a full bracket ready for us. I got the email. Really? Yeah. So oh. the bracket's out. Oh well, then don't ask me. You have it. We'll find it later. We'll yeah. tweet it. We'll tweet it. We'll tweet. Right, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet. <laughs> Nobody will care. No, we're not <laughs> tweeting it out. Um. <laughs> Imagine being that. No, we're not that self indulgent. We can't, cannot be. Um, but no, this will be our last podcast until August. So, what is that five weeks away? It's a long time. Damn. That is. Unless, so there'll probably be an emergency podcast somewhere. I don't know how we'll do it. I mean, we could yeah, do it yeah, on. Bernie's going to be in San Antonio because I mean, he hates But me. I have a new computer at least that we can try it on. That is a like, new computer. Yeah, he, he does have a new on. computer. He's, he's upgraded from his uh, and if anything, XP. Yes, we, yes, I did. <laughs> if anything, we can just do a quick, like, 15 minute. You know, kind of brief a Skype s- call, something, Instagram live, Instagram. group Instagram live. You know they have that function. Do you have no. Instagram? You don't have Instagram. I have Instagram. I just don't use it. Well, we're gonna Instagram live together. Whenever there's breaking news, <laughs> clap, clap, clap. <laughs> also, also, we hope you liked our intro. That yeah, we haven't we haven't really made it yet. We ha- it's not made, but it will be at the front of this podcast hopefully. 
Yeah. So if uh, not, this will be very awkward. So thumbs down it. If give us a one star rating <laughs> no, if we don't have it. Don't do this. We're never encouraging that. Okay. Whenever. Look. Uh, right now, I'm gonna set the table. We are going to do a top twenty five, um, rankings of this North Texas football team on this podcast. It's gonna be awesome. Listen to Bernie's, not mine. It's gonna be super fun. Colin, stop downplaying yourself. I'm not right? Downplaying myself. The, the listeners down- need to think that you know something. The listeners know I don't. know stuff. It's just they know you know more stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're right there, Colin. I'm I'm, I'm so close. You're right I'm there. So close. A little work, and you. There's be right that finger there. wag again. <laughs> I wish I could see that. Um. <laughs> No, but we'll be ranking the top 25 players on this North Texas team. And then we will also be looking at the seven commits that have committed since our last podcast. Yeah, I'm probably going a little bit more in depth on the other recruits because we haven't really talked about them at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, And why not? It's our last podcast, so let's just have fun. Yep. And right here is where we need to have like a a segment, like a a, A transition. Yeah. Okay, you come up with that. All right, we're going to put that in right here. No. I, it was a joke. <laughs> that's the transition. We're gonna put that in right here. All right, that that's our transition to uh, <laughs> whenever it happens. Okay, so we have the top twenty-five players, Colin. We did this in terms of whatever talent, right not importance, oh, based on talent, not at their position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not importance. That's a big thing because when you look at this team, obviously, you can rank them in terms of in terms of importance. Yeah. And you could just be like, obviously, like, you know, left tackle, quarterback, you know, yada, yada, right. yada. And there, because in football, there's inherently more important positions. Right. And there's more important players on the field. Mm-hmm. This, I want it to be more about, you know, talent than than intangibles, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how I want to phrase it. But basically, how good a player is at their specific position and not including importance. So a kicker. If we had um, Trevor Moore still, Trevor Moore would be really high on this list, even yep. though he's not super important. Even though he was important, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Um, also, we have a good puncher, Alvin Kenworthy, who will be on my list. I don't know about he's your on list. My list too. He is on your I'm list. Glad he's on your list. There you go. Colin's <laughs> feeling better about himself. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Um, but no, that's another example of a guy who uh, is not going to be the super most important player, but he's really good at his position. So. Uh, I think we've laid all the groundwork off. Anything else you want to say before we get into it? I am ready. You ready? I did you did you put them into tiers? I did the tiers. You yes. did the tiers. How many tiers do you have? Four. That's plenty. I have six tiers. So yeah, we're gonna go twenty over the top. We're gonna go twenty five players deep. Let me get my laptop on my lap. You know how many twenty five players? Is a lot of players. I didn't really realize it that is until I was like making the list and I got down to like fifteen. I was like, dang. No, it is. You're yeah. right. Completely. I so. Um, Anyways, twenty five. All right, you no, we're starting with one. Yeah, we're going through twenty five yeah, players. Yeah, we're going through twenty five. Okay, all right. Okay, number one. Starting at number one. Uh, tier one, number oh, one. Can I can I say my number one first? Yes, go ahead. Okay, I got a DeAndre Torb. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, Colin. Say your number one. Mason Fine. Yes. The most important position and the most important player and the most talented player all in one beautiful package. It's like three in one shampoo. Um, he completed 303 of 469 passes last season for 3,793 yards, 27 touchdowns, five interceptions with two rushing touchdowns in 13 games. He said three and one shampoo. Yep. You ever get head and shoulders? Cause I, that's what I got over in my shower. Oh my but, uh, <laughs> that made me laugh way too hard. I know. I don't know why you, uh, oh my God. anyways, Mason's clearly the, you know, if he had, a, he could have his own tier. 
So he does have his own tier for me, Colin. Thank you for that transition. Even though, also another disclaimer: we did not do these lists together. We did them completely separately. Yeah. So if I'm if I butcher this, yeah. Okay. At sure. me. Or if you do great, Colin and I. Butcher I could do it. great. You that, might butcher it. I'm gonna call you out now. But anyways, we have completely different. Li- I mean, not different lists, but we did them separately. So that's another. Yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I did not put Mason in his own tier, although he could be in his own. All tier. All right. Well, I did. My tier one is named Who Else, and it is your quarterback. quarterback. Mason Fine. Um, like you said, junior year, 27 touchdowns, five, five INTs. Um, Ew. 292 yards per game passing. Best quarterback in school history. Uh, top 10 to 15 quarterback in the country. I think that's pretty safe to say. Yep. And then the best quarterback in Conference USA. And um, for all those reasons, that made Mason the really easy choice, I guess, yeah. for the best player. Yeah. Cause well, you could say one was pretty easy. If this if this list was one deep, we'd... Uh... Exactly. And if you looked at last year, I mean, let's say for instance EJ Ajio was on this team this year, would there be? Would he be? How close would he be to Mason? I don't think he'd be close to Mason in terms of talent. I think he'd be close. I think you could make an argument to put him above for importance. Okay, but not for talent. Okay, that's a good. I think good. raw talent, Mason throughout this whole time being here, has been yeah up there. He's just so. elite. He's just right. great. Right. Um. All right, that was my tier one. Uh, you can go with your second in Tier 1 as well. Okay, so uh, my second player in my Tier 1, I guess, is Rico Bussey. Uh, he is the best receiver on this team by a long shot. Um, I don't really have anything else to say other than that. he's uh, he's he, Him and Mason are one of the top duos in the country, and he has every possibility to be better than Jalen Guyton and going to the NFL. So Yeah. Um, my number two to start off tier two, which is titled Elite College Players, ECP. This man went on NCAA 14 and, <laughs> and made his list right there. ECPs, my ECPs are um, Rico Bussi at number two, a uh, senior wide receiver. In 2018, he had 68 receptions and 12 touchdowns uh, for 15 yards a catch. Like you said, he's by far the number one receiver on this yeah, team. Yeah, it's not close. Um, I mean, he is that good and then also i mean i think he's borderline top 25 receiver in the country i mean i that's know that's an interesting take i know 24 7 had him as like a top 15 mm-hmm. uh receiver you know i think that's more so based on like the numbers he could put up and the potential he has right uh, i think just based off talent which is what we're going off of i think he's he's up there he's around the 30 25 yeah. area which is really really good having mason goes a long way exactly you're right you're right about that but every i mean every but you think about power five receivers they all have at least adequate quarterbacks right. for the most part i mean you look at jared judy at alabama he has Tua. i mean there's always going to be a give and take with receiver and of course uh, quarterback so it's kind of seeing how that translates to whether it's the nfl or other teams and stuff like that and i think rico, rico bussy like you said has a good shot at the nfl if he has another great season this year so yep. uh, i'm excited for that also i have written down that he's a top two receiver in conference usa that might be a stretch, but um, who's your number one? There was a oh my god, I remember his name? The yeah, receiver you from two, so the receiver from uh, Louisiana Tech. I'm finger wagging Bruni right now. God damn it! Hold on, Athlon. I got it. I got it right here because Athlon had it. I was shout oh, out Athlon Sports I, as well. I know well. Who you're talking about. It's I got it right here. Adrian Hardy. He's very good. Okay, he was good last year too for Louisiana Tech. Yep. Um, easily top. I mean, he's a top two receiver. He might be number one. Who knows? Also, Austin Maloney from FIU is really good, too. I want to shout him out. Cool. Um, all right. Do you have a third player in your tier one? 
Yes, I have six players on my tier one. All right, go ahead. So my third player is Ladarius Hamilton, who no longer goes by his nickname Hambone, so don't call him that. Yes, do not call him Hambone. Um, I, I um, it was very. Uh, I'll tell a story real quick. Okay, you go. Him. Yeah, you can tell a story. story. Um, we were interviewing him after the spring final spring practices, and I don't remember who it was. Somebody had told told us beforehand that he changed. He got rid of his nickname Hambone. And so I asked him, I was like, I was like, what, why'd you get rid of it? He was like, oh, you know, just one, basically that he wanted to like grow up and like, he didn't want that nickname anymore. I, I have no clue if that's why, but whatever. And so after the interview and everything, yada, yada, I'm like, all right, Hambo, appreciate it. And he like, looks me, he shakes my hand and looks me in the eyes. Like, I, right, it's Ladarius. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. My, my fault, man. My fault, my fault. And usually, usually Ladarius is like super Super man was serious easy, about his easygoing guy and everything, and then he like looked me like it's hilarious, and then he kind of chuckled afterwards, and I was like, so sorry, I'm so sorry, man, please, please man don't hurt gripped, me. Gripped, gripped <laughs> Bernie's hand so hard, pulled him closer, and said, "It's hilarious." Anyways, um, yeah, uh, he, I think he also has NFL potential, maybe more of like a, although he's probably he's not this, but more of like a Khalil Mack style where he can play linebacker in the yeah. NFL because he's two fifty pounds, um. Six three, um, he had seven and a half sacks last season. I think he gets maybe over that. We'll see. We'll see. That's a, yeah, it's, it's a high number, but he's gonna have a little more. Uh, his his production is gonna mean more. Yeah, so he's definitely the third most talented player on this team. So, see, I had when I was writing out the list for like the pool and stuff, mm-hmm. just like the pool of players that I'm gonna choose from. I don't know why, but I've completely forgot about Ladarius's name. I had that with a couple players. So I, like, I forgot. You yeah. went down all the way on my list, like of just like pool players. I'm writing down, like you know, Alvin Kenworthy, DeAndre Torre, yada yada. And I was at the bottom. I was like Ladarius Hamilton. I was like, oh my god, how did I just forget Ladarius? So then, um, he's not number three, but he is number four on my list. I'll give that away on my ECP tier. Shame on you. Um, number three, I have Kyrie Muhammad. Ooh, now this okay. this is a little spicy pick I think spice. because I don't think like you said I think Ladarius has more NFL potential than mm-hmm. Kyrie, uh, but I do think Kyrie's kind of an underrated, he's an underrated rated physical player in mm-hmm. the sense because he can make the tackles downhill he can cover guys one on one and I think he's a really smart player which helps a lot like yeah. we know he's a smart player yeah. I shouldn't say think, um, so I think for all those reasons I think that makes him. A very talented player. I can go back and forth with him and Ladarius all day. But um, I put Kyrie there. He had 67 tackles and four interceptions last year. Captain of the defense. Um, and he's a top three safety in Conference USA, in my opinion. So um, for those reasons, I have him at number three. Who's your number four, though? My number four is DeAndre Planton. Interesting. Interesting. I actually moved him down a little bit, but you'll see where he is on my list. So, go ahead. He played in a conference that was considerably better than this one. Yeah. So instantly shot up my list. Um he's going to make a very big impact on this team and he's already developed into his, you know, he's 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 a he's a grown man now. Yeah. I mean, he's a graduate transfer and uh he's going to be well, unless he just completely falls flat on his face, he's going to be the best offensive lineman on this team. Yes, presumably. So I mean, it he literally decides if Mason has a good season or not compared to last season. So <laughs> yes. If, this, if he does good, the whole team will do good. And based on what we've seen from just him being at Virginia Tech, I think he's the fourth most talented yeah. player in this game. Um, 
And also, I mean, just the coach is already trusting him mm-hmm. and putting him at, like, left tackle. Right, and not putting, like, Brommer out there exactly. or anything like that. Exactly. So, so well, there's a lot of trust there. Uh, if this was an importance list, I think he'd be super high. Yeah, you could two, you could argue one, two. two, three. Yeah. Three, something like that. Top three. Um, For my number four, like I said, I have Ladarius Hamilton. 33 tackles, 11 tackles for loss, um, 7.5 sacks last year, and one pick. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Can't leave that out. That's a big deal to those guys. Um, He was first team all Seawood State preseason for the Athlon. Um, He's a great pass rusher. And the thing about him is that, like I said, his play is going to have more importance to it. So he might have a breakout year, but he also might free up space, free up lanes for other guys. Mm-hmm. So he might demand the attention of two guys more so. And he might give the linebackers, whether that's, you know, Katie Davis, Mike Linehan, anyone like that, he might give them more opportunities to be aggressive. Whereas last year, it was kind of him. Well, he gave EJ and Brandon uh, chances to be aggressive. They also gave him some one-on-one matchups as well. So it's, yeah. it's kind of give and take. This year, he's going to have to take a lot. He's going to have to be super aggressive on the edge. I can see him maybe not having as many like um, tackles in the run game or stuff like that, but he's going to be the pass rusher. Him and like Joe Zogu and Jamie King are going to be the like the pass rushing mm-hmm. guys on this team because yeah. we have to see the inside linebackers do it. So uh, he's going to be a very important player, but I also think he's a very talented player. Like you said, he has some NFL potential if he can have a really good season this year yep. and fill out a little bit more. So we'll see um, how he does. But that's my number four, Ladarius Hamilton. All right, my number five, Jondre Torrey. So I think he's underrated slightly just because of he had to share so many carries last season with Lauren Easley, and it kind of came out toward the end. Um, yeah. Or once, I guess the last half of the Lauren season. Once Lauren went down. Right. So, I mean, he's just deadly in open space. Um, he had – he'd finished with 18 touchdowns, seventh in uh, – the country, yeah, and had 175 carries for 977 yards, and he had a uh, 25 catches for 205 yards. Yeah, those 25 catches are important. Yeah, like and that's... and for him being able to be an effective runner and a good receiving back, I mean, that I that literally makes you from just sharing carries with Lauren easily to being an every down back like he like he can, he's shown he can be. Completely agree. Um, my number five, I feel like you have him lower on this list. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if he this one is in your top ten. Okay. Jalen Darden. Yes. He is in your top ten? Yes. Okay. So it's not that spicy of a pick. No. Um Jalen Darden last year had forty eight receptions, five hundred seventy five yards, four touchdowns in thirteen games. He is he has the potential. I'm okay, yeah, I'm gonna say this. He has the potential to lead this team in receptions. I agree. And that's gonna be interesting because last year Rico Bussy had twenty more receptions than him. Mm-hmm. So Phil that filling that gap is going to be pretty pretty tough. Like yeah. getting up to the high fifties in terms of reception is going to be tough. But I think he can do it. I think he's a great route runner. He's slippery in open space. He can make something out of nothing. They can run screens for him, yep. which is going to be yep. which will obviously get his receptions up. I mean, they could throw the little flip passes to him uh, when he comes around on a jet sweep. There's a lot of options to get him the ball, and I think that he's so versatile as a receiver. I think that makes him even more talented. I think that makes him even more valuable for this offense. Right. So Jalen Darden for me is my number five. I think that's a. It's going to be a very interesting, interesting to see how this receiver dynamic works out. But I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah. Um. My number six is Kyrie Muhammad. This is still tier one, by the way. We already mm-hmm. talked about why he's, 
he, like you said, top three safety in the Conference USA. Um, he's very important to this team, and he's obviously going to be the leader of this defense. Um, outside of Ladarius Ham- Hamilton, so uh, I don't need to say anything else on that. But I do have Jalen Darden at number seven. In my, he's the top pick in my tier two. Um, he was underutilized, I feel like, a lot last season, mm-hmm. and I feel like he can be kind of like a Golden Tate-ish mm-hmm. type yeah. of player. Um, I want to see him get a lot more yards after the catch, which I I think he's capable of doing. He just needs the volume. Yeah, to to kind of get into that rhythm. I agree. I th- I'm interested to see how Bodie's gonna use him. Whether yeah. that's because I feel like he could be. I feel like he could be more important than Rico. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because because I feel like Rico is very one dimensional in terms of what we've seen from him so far. He runs a post route and like Des. Yeah, He'll, he goes up, gets the ball. Yeah, he's. I feel I mean, like, yeah, he's I, and he's great at that. Right. Yeah, and he's he's great at that. But I feel like Jalen Darden is able. Be so much more versatile, like you exactly. said. So exactly. All right. So I'll go through my six and seven. My number six is Kelvin Smith. Um, Ooh, tight end. Kelvin interesting. Smith. Yeah, might might be might be interesting. But I think that his obviously I wrote a whole thing on his versatility last year. I don't mm-hmm. need to go into it anymore. He's a great blocker. He's a really good receiver. He, I mean, he had twenty nine receptions last year. Yep. Like that's pretty good. Yeah. That is that's over two a game. So you can't ask too much more from your uh, tight end who can also block really well. Uh, 269 yards, one touchdown in 13 games. He is, in my opinion, his talent level as a tight end, because, again, this is based on positions. I think that he can do what a lot of tight ends, even at, like, Power 5 schools can't do, in the sense that he can line up at tight end. He can line up in the backfield. He can mm-hmm. line up as a fullback, you know, as a wingback, anything like that. He can line up out wide. That versatility is big, and then he can also block, like I said, at a any at a power five level he can block anybody basically yeah um he can chip he can do a lot of stuff as a tight end that helps your offense just click mm-hmm. in ways that i don't know that um a lot of other tight ends can do and i mean he's gonna be a senior this year i think he's gonna have a great year if he touches if he gets 30 receptions i think that's a great year considering yeah. all this other stuff he does so um we'll see how it plays out but he's my number six and then number seven i have deandre planton and uh, like you said, DeAndre Plan is just already shown the coaches that he's ready to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason I had him lower than this, I initially had him at like four or five, and I lowered him down a little bit because I don't want to, I don't want to overstate, I don't want to overhype him, I guess, because I can get that at Virginia Tech. He, um, I read some articles where last year he was competing for starting jobs uh, at the guard spots and everything, but he he didn't get them. And so obviously he was a backup last year, uh, for the for the majority of it. He played in about six games, but he and he did compete for jobs at Virginia Tech, which is obviously Virginia Tech. It's ACC school. It's very good. Um, but it's, when it's not, we're not gonna act like we're getting eight, the best right of course offensive not, lineman yeah. at Virginia Tech. Like we're not. He's gonna be very good, and he was a top one hundred like lineman. Uh, lineman recruit or something like that out of high school so we know he's talented inherently and he got good coaching at in the um, virginia tech but we'll see how it translates we'll see how he fits in i still think like you said he's going to be the best offensive lineman in my opinion even if he's only 90 percent, 80 percent of what we expect from him i think mm-hmm. he'll still be the best um so i i just i'm hesitant to go all out and say like he's gonna be i got you all everything For he sure. might be he might be but We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But he's my number seven. Um, he's got good strength. He's six five. He's gonna be a really good left tackle for this team. He's gonna be miles better than Jordan Murray. So 
forgot his name for I a second. I did not want to remember his name. <laughs> um, Who's your number eight? My Colin. number eight is Taylor Robinson. Wow. Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Colin. gets a little crazy. Go ahead, Colin. Stick, stick by it. I'm trying so, to find where I have. Yeah, he list. might not even be on there. No, he, is, he is somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. So I have Taylor Robinson up there just because I feel like he kind of gets overshadowed by Kyrie a little bit. Um, he had 58 tackles last season, two interceptions. I mean, he's he, he's a lot different than Kyrie Muhammad. Uh, Kyrie's more of a run uh, defense safety. I don't know how to say that correctly. Kyrie is more of a free safety that can like do right, other stuff, right. I guess, in a sense. And yeah. I, yeah. Taylor kind of balances out Kyrie in a way. I don't, exactly. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. Either. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like Taylor Robinson is is underappreciated. So I agree with that. Maybe it's a little high, but I feel like he's gonna have a big year. Um, you know, you get two picks as a safety. Yeah, for sure. That, that's good. Sure. Um, also, I want to mention that Planton finished off my ECP tier. So oh, elite okay. college player tier, tier two. Okay. Uh, on to tier three. Uh, I I titled this tier will demand your attention. Okay. So I didn't I didn't have creative names. Before. I know, Colin. You don't put any effort into this podcast. Anyways, <laughs> uh, tier three will the will demand your attention players. Number eight, Joe Azogu. Okay. All right. Like uh, the the starting Jack Jack uh gonna be a junior this year. Last year he had twenty nine tackles, seven for loss, two point five sacks in thirteen games. He only started five games last year. Yep. Now, you can look at him and Jamie King, and you can say they're on the same level. But during the spring season, especially, Joe Zogu started basically every yeah. every time he was out there with the first teamers. So I took a lot of stock in that. I think that Joe is going to have a season where he starts a majority of the games, and I think that alone is going to do wonders for him. Uh, also, he might have more responsibility to get sacks, to put pressure on quarterbacks, to make plays, and also the run game even with BG and EJ not being there anymore. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, even if he doesn't start, I still put him this high because I just every time I watch him off the edge or at that something. linebacker, yeah, he just always makes plays. He's so super talented, and I think that he, him and Jamie King, I don't have Jamie King too far down on this list, but um, – He's going to make plays, and he's going to be a talented guy no matter where he plays or when he plays. But I expect at least probably about five sacks from him this year. Yep. So we'll see how that plays out. He's my number eight. Okay, my number nine, Lauren Easley. That's an interesting pick. I know he's injured. Um, I'm basing this off of his production before he got injured, obviously. Um, he was having monster games. He like was. 27 carries for 167 yards, 22 carries for whatever it was before he before, got injured. Yeah, before he got hurt, it was and 125 yards. I yeah, it was something like that. And if he made it through that game, he was the starting running back the next week, no question. Oh, 100%. So I feel like if he's able to come back and kind of pick up where he left off, even if it's like 80%, 90%, not only is he going to be really important, but he has the possibility of taking Torrey's spot as the top running back on this team. Yeah. Um, my number nine is guard Manasseh Mose. Okay. He is a sophomore. Yep. He was first team all uh, freshman last year in Conference mm-hmm. USA. He is already he already received a lot of the hype last year um, by people like Pro Football Focus. Like whenever they go through and rated like the the linemen from each each conference, and, and whenever they had the uh, Pro Football Focus put out a weekly you know team of the week. 
kind mm-hmm. of in the thing, uh, like offense and defense for each conference. And Manasse Mose was on there several times, and he always got high grades from those yeah. guys as well. So that was um, that was kind of eye opening to me. And whenever you watch him, it's kind of just like he's super fundamental and he's always improving and he's re- really reliable. I think that's the main thing. He started all thirteen games at guard as a freshman, retro freshman, but um. I think sophomore year is where he can take another step forward. And, I mean, this is – we've talked about before. This year is the year you have a senior Mason Fine. You bring in DeAndre playing at left tackle. You go all in to win this year. And I think Manasseh Mose himself, and we're, we're gonna, we'll are we're gonna get into, you know, Alex Woodworth and uh, Sasai Mose as well. Um, you get guys like that that are returning. They're going to be older with um, – Sasai and Alex, Alex are going to be seniors. Manasseh is going to be a sophomore. You just keep building that interior of the offensive line. I think that's going to be huge. So I think Manasseh Mose is going to be very good, and I think he has the potential to be the second best offensive lineman on this on yeah, this team this year. So he's my number nine. Okay, uh, my number ten. Very surprised pick. Oh God, Dion Noble. Hold on, wait. He might not even be on your list. No, no, no. He is. That's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. He's in my tier three. Okay. That's which good. is which is what I'm in. I'm in okay, tier three. Okay, yeah, I know. I know. He's in this tier, Colin. So uh, he impressed me a lot with the little time he played last season. He's just very physical. Um, I think he will lead the line, kind of lead this defensive line, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, in an impact this season yeah. alongside uh, Ladarius. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to say other than that because, yeah. you know, we haven't seen a lot of him. Yeah. But I just, from what we have seen, the talent's there. And you're, by the way, just a disclaimer, you're going to see that a lot of this on my list. People may not have played a whole lot, but the raw talent is what I'm kind of basing it, my stuff Especially off Especially of, going so. into this year. Right. Different animal. Um, so my number 10 is DeAndre Torrey, and that might seem low, I guess. Was it low? Where, where, where did you have him? Four? I have four. Four, right. Um, that might seem low, I guess, to some people because, like we said, he's a versatile back. He can do a lot of things. His pass blocking improved tremendously last year as mm-hmm. well. Um, he can do a lot of things well. I just question as to what um, what kind of – I don't know how to say this. I feel like he's a very good running back, but he's not the elite running back. that Right, he has a lot ceiling that's yes, and, lower than most. And even though he has power – He's not Lauren Easley, even though he is super quick. I think that's his biggest strength is his agility, his open field elusiveness. I think that's huge for him. And he's a good pass receiver, and he's improving in the run block. He still has some holes in his game that I want to see him improve on going into this light pass blocking that needs to continue to improve. Um, And he is getting stronger. He's a really strong back already. Um, But we'll see how he continues to improve there. Uh, last year he was second team all CUSA. He averaged five point six yards per carry, and um, he also returns kicks. So yeah. that that also is something that needs to be mentioned because he's going to return kicks this year too, presumably, and he's very good at it. So yep. he's my number ten. Um, you can go ahead and put your number eleven. Joe Zogu is my number eleven. There you go. Um, you already said everything. He didn't play a lot last season, or he kind of split it with Jamie King. Yeah. But every time he was on the field, he did something and. He kind of is that X factor, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, My number 11 is Mike Law, Michael Ooh, Lawrence. That's really high for me. Ooh, is it? It because is. Because I, I feel like his production 
last year did not reflect how good he was as not only a route runner, but his like awareness and like picking his spots mm-hmm. in defenses, I feel like. And then his hands, I feel like, are very good as well. I feel like his, um, hands are good, yeah. his hands are some of the best on the team. You could argue they're probably might might be the best on the team. Who knows? But uh, as a slot receiver, I feel like for his position, I think that he is um elite, elite. Um, hopefully, with the attention that he lost last year, maybe he'll get some more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past game, you know, Jalen Darn and Rico exploding last year, maybe hit he can get some opportunities. Who knows? As far as statist- uh, statistically, um, and also him and Mason's chemistry will be very good. Yes, and. That is going to be something that I don't think I can understate. I think that's going to be very important for Mike Law this year. So he'll get some catches. I think he'll get more catches than the 32 he had last year. Yep, I I'm, I'm anticipating around the 40 range. So uh, it's going to be a good year for Mike Law. Let me do my number 12 too. Uh, Dion Noble, who I told you was in my third tier as well. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Good job, Colin. Um, junior defensive tackle. Like you said, didn't have he only had three starts last year. Mm-hmm. He moved from defensive end to defensive tackle over the spring. He had 36 tackles last year. I'm sorry, 34 tackles last year and seven for loss, despite only starting uh, three games. And he put on some weight, but I still anticipate him having like that defensive end quickness, even though he's moving yeah. to defensive tackle. Yeah. So I anticipate that to still be very elusive, be very talented, and um. We'll see what he does at defensive tackle because it's going to be different than Ulausi Tawalo. And he'll still have uh, Bryce English behind him, who's a very different defensive yep. tackle. So that's my number 12. And um, also, uh, that wraps up my tier three, which was named Will Demand Your Attention. Okay, I'm still on my tier two. All right, go ahead. Okay, 13 or 12. 12. 12. 12. I've Cam Johnson. Now, this, yeah. this might be high, and I understand why. We've okay. not seen him before other than spring. Like, in a couple games here Yeah, and there. a couple games last season. I feel like he is more of a ball hawk compared to Nate Brooks and Kimon Hall. That's a big statement. But that comes with a lot of risk. I feel like he could get, you know, burned on some stuff because of that. You can get Brooksed. <laughs> Brooksed, that's what we're coining it. <laughs> you can get Brooks. That's Brooks. exactly what we're calling it. All right, Nate Brooks junior season. He got Brooksed. Okay. Yeah, Brooksed. That could happen, and he could fall out of my top twenty-five. Brooks is being burnt and benched. But I, f- <laughs> <laughs> he could get Brooks. Brooks. Anyways, Cam Johnson's at number twelve. He's a starting corner. Yeah, he's there for a reason. He's the number one corner. Yeah, he's exactly. He's the number one corner. He's there for a reason. I feel like he's shown us flashes. It's just if he can be consistent. I agree. That's very good. Um. You want to do your number 13? Sure. Since I jumped ahead of you, I'll let you go back. And Kelvin back. Smith is my 13. Smith. That's that may be low. Well, I um, had him at what, seven? Yeah. So, seven. almost double. No, I had him at six. six so, Kelvin. more than double. Um, He's a great pass block. How are you going to do that, Tim, when he was on the podcast, Colin? You're really going to hate what I did to Mike Law then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh no. Listen, I told you this might be rough. Go ahead. Uh. Listen, Kelvin Smith, great pass blocker. He's going to have expanded role this season, so ex- I, I expect him to move up in my rankings, I guess. Um, he should get more receiving yards, as we said, because Bodie Reader is going to utilize him. Turn him into more. God. He's going to turn him into God, so he's going <laughs> to supplant God, who is Mason Fine right now, as God. Exactly. Okay. Um, Two gods. God throwing to God. Gods. You ever see God play catch with God? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, all right, we're done. Uh, so, um, <laughs> what else did you have on Kelvin, Colin? I don't even know now. Please, I lost my train of thought. please inform us, please. Just, just go to the, just go to fourteen for you, Nate. Or oh, I I'm on, called you I'm Nathan. on thirteen. I'm on thirteen. I'm on thirteen. Okay, go thirteen. Because I let you jump back ahead. Sorry, sorry about that. All right, now my number thirteen is Jamie King, the senior, the other Jack. You know what? I don't even have him on my list. Ridiculous. Um, because I don't know how you can put Joe Azogu at one spot in your top ten mm-hmm. and not have Jamie King there. Because I'm because I'm looking at ceilings, like that X factor. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like Jamie King is. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm basing this off of what they are now and potential of what they could be this year, or what what they could be this year. Like, like if I see like a guy like uh, like you give me Mason his sophomore year, very raw, had awful stats, five touchdowns, six interceptions, but you still knew that he was probably the third or fourth most talented guy on that team that year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm also basing off of potential. I feel like Jamie's already kind of hit. So last year was Jamie's potential. Joe could be better than he was last year. Yes. Okay. So so you're going to see a lot of them on this list, and my tier three gets a little crazy. So Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I have Jamie Keen because while he, you could argue, and I am arguing that Joe will improve oh, and be better than Jamie this year. I am obviously expect that because yeah. I put Joe above him um i still think jamie king is going to be a very good and important player to this uh defense mm-hmm. also my tier four is named stud seniors it's a list of it's four 13 through 16 is uh four seniors so stud seniors get the alliteration in there too um jamie king is my number 13 and i agree that joe might be better but i still think jamie's right there and i think jamie will end up starting probably like three or four games at some point just because he's very good and he'll have like a good game um and he'll also have good moments i think as well he'll have he'll come in for joe every now and then and get a sack or make a tackle or you know deflect a pass or something like that he'll make plays because i think he's that talented and he's experienced as well so i have him at number 13 to lead off my stud seniors tier okay 14 for me still tier two we only got a couple more left uh I'll just go 14, 15 because they're go brothers. Manasse Mose is 14, and then Sasai Mose is 15. Yeah. Mostly they're this low because I forgot about them. Um, <laughs> you could always change it, Colin. I mean, it was, it no was right. I just remembered it, so okay, it's too late. Uh, so, anyways, uh, like you already mentioned, uh, Manasse, the younger one, uh, was an all-conference honorable mention and made the all-freshman team as a redshirt freshman. Yes, that's yeah. big, especially for a team that's never really had a good offensive line ever in their lives. Um, then you have his brother, who you could argue is the heart of the O-line at center yep. and was also an all-conference honorable mention. So, I mean, they're right there together. I think, like you said, Manasse supplants him as being the better of the two, yeah. if he or he isn't. Just, and yeah, again, based off like what what I saw from like pro football football, right? Of course, Jalen that of last course, year, yeah. just as far as grades go. So yeah, that's why I have them at fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Uh, I'll go through my fourteen, fifteen too, because um, actually I won't say why yet. But fourteen is punter Alvin Kenworthy. Okay, I was expecting more of a reaction. No, nope. maybe them at home they're reacting right now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they're doing. Um. No, because when you look at Alvin Kinworthy last year, he averaged 42.2 point yards per punt last year. Yep. Eric Keena, his senior year, 
The great. The great Eric Kina averaged 43.7. So that's 2.5 yards less than the great Eric Kina did his senior year. Yeah, Eric Kina I'm was, sorry, not 2.5. We just, we, we just need Alvin Kent where they did a score touchdown. Or, or not score touchdown, run to, to run for 25 yards yeah. into the opposing team's bench and great. fight them, basically. so good. Um, but no, Alvin Kenworthy, he's going to be, he might be the best punter in Conference USA. And I can't say that as an avid viewer of punters <laughs> in Conference yeah. USA. I'm not going to go through every punter and <laughs> name them off. I won't do that. Don't make me. But um, he's very good. Yeah. And he was big last year. He is a guy who I feel like was underrated last year on last year. Well, I feel team. like last season he was very important to this team. Yes, but how many people, you did not hear him get near the praise that Eric Kina got. No, but I feel like that's because Eric Kina was had just graduated two years ago and coming into that last season, or where two seasons ago or last season, it was like two, three, two seasons ago. Two seasons ago, it was like, oh, special teams gonna be awful now, and I feel like that was just kind of what everyone was thinking, just recency bias. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I think Alvin Kenworthy is gonna have a great year, and I think he's a high quality punter. I almost put him higher on this list because he's very talented. So um, he's my fourteen. Number 15, I have Tosai Mose. So we both had him at 15. Uh, like you said, he's going to be the, he's going to be the center on this team. He's the heart of this offensive line. He Athlon had has him as the second best center in Conference USA. So if that if that's the case, that's going to be great. Um, <laughs> he started all 12 games last year at center. He is I expect big things from this offensive line. So he is no different. Him, Manasse, Alex, DeAndre, Rammer, all of them. Thumbs up. All of them should have good years. So he is at number 15 for me. All right, my last person. In tier two. In tier two. Tyreek Davis. Wow. You know he's like not going to play this year, right? Listen, Bernie, I had trouble and you were about to be here. So let me. I was pulling up, and he was just like, "This gets awful." Throwing this in really gets awful. No, no, no. Because no, okay. Here's what I'll say: is that I actually looked at him to put him on this list. I really did, because he is a guy who he had 50 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, and an interception. Okay, yes, he is moving the linebacker, as yes. we all know. Uh, he played the nickel cornerback spot last year. He got beat out by Jameel Moore. Um, and I still think he possesses... There's a spot for him on this team because of his ability to, you know, pass pa- pass coverage and uh, also make tackles in the open field. But he's going to be like third in his position. Listen, Bernie, let me have this. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm just saying he is talented. I'm just gonna get into tier three. I put him. Well, he's in my top thirty. He's just not in my top twenty-five. <laughs> he's twenty-six. <laughs> no, but he's he's there. Anyways, so my tier three gets rough, very rough. You're what gonna have is this. What number is this on? This is seventeen. You're gonna raise some eyebrows. We're all gonna raise some eyebrows. I'm scared. Yep, it's uh. You'll be scared for the ones after this next one. So this next one, I have seventeen. Michael Lawrence. That's great. I just wait till after that. Okay. <laughs> Michael Lawrence, he saw a diminished role last season, but he's still very important to this receiving core. Um, like you said, great route runner, great hands, and the chemistry with Mason cannot be understated. Before you continue, because I'll let you go on your your stretch. 
okay. for a little bit. I don't want to interrupt that. Let okay. me get through my last one of tier four. Number 16, guard Alex Woodworth. Uh, Woody, as they like to call him. Uh, Aw. Yeah, Woody. This is Andy. All right, shut up. <laughs> this is awful. You called him that, I not thought, me. I thought, no, okay, anyways. Alex Woodworth uh, started all 13 games at guard, left guard last year. Um, he has started 35 games in the last three seasons, Colin. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh, he's the staple of the offensive line last year. I actually thought last year that he was the best offensive lineman, personally. I really liked him whenever I watched him. He was mobile. He could pull. He was he was good. Um, we'll see how he does this year. Again, high expectations for the offensive line. He's my last one in the tier four, which was named that seniors. I actually want to revise that to standout seniors. So there you go. That's my tier four. Uh, now I'm going to let Colin go on his rant a little bit. It's not a rant about Michael Lawrence. Just, it, just let me go through a couple of Yeah, go, go through. I'll stay at 17 for a while. Go ahead. Okay, so at 18, this is where we get crazy, boys and girls. Oscar Attaway third. Wow. Listen. Wow. You know, I he is on my honorable mention list. I said, although he will not have a role on this team, yeah, which we all know. Yeah. I feel like if he was forced to play, he could be the second running back on this team. Yeah. And I feel like if after that next year he could be the first. If if that that's what happened. Yeah. Um I feel like he just possesses a lot of potential. Again, this list is crazy. Yeah. But uh outside of that I don't really have a whole lot to say, but as a senior he had 139 rushes for 953 yards, 12 touchdowns, 42 receptions for 656 yards and six touchdowns. And he was playing alongside two other Division One running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. He's very good. He's on my honorable mention list, Colin, so I don't want to make it seem it like gets worse. Insane. Okay. Number 19, it's Bryce English. Listen, he hasn't played. He was the top 100 lineman, defensive lineman in the yeah. country coming out good. of high school. Yeah. Injuries just kind of got to him. And uh, you know what? He's still talented. Talent's there. It's just injuries get you. You know, like Greg Oden, you know. Bryce English is Greg Oden? <laughs> Bryce English is Greg Oden. Oden, write it down, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, um, uh, Yeah, so uh, there's that. Go ahead. There's one more before, you know. What number is this? I'm just going to go all the way to 25. Are you going to go all the way? Yeah. God. No, no, no. Make it to, say this one, and then I'll go to 21. And then you can go finish it. Okay. This is this is going to be tough. Be Number one. 20, wide receiver. Wait, let me guess. Who? Who could it be? <laughs> I don't even want to say it now that he said that. Who is Keelon it? Oh, my Jackson. God. Colin. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Listen, I had to mix it up. You know what I'm saying? Listen, he's a freshman. We get that. He's not going to play. We all get that. But he he runs a he runs a four four forty. Four one three in the shuttle, thirty three inch vertical jump. And uh, you know, he's a he's raw. He's a he's a raw talent. Listen, this is when this is when Bernie was like, I'm pulling up. I had to. I had to snap. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of other starters you could have thrown on this. I didn't list, want to do that. I had to list. keep it interesting. I had to keep it interesting. We, we, we bring it back a little bit. So, you know, you, you go. You go. I can't top that, guys. I can't top that. All right, I'll go again. No, no, no. I will go. 
but I can't top Keelan Jackson and Oscar <laughs> Attaway in back-to-back spots. That is amazing. No, no, they weren't back-to-back. Okay. Bryce English. <laughs> I can't top Oscar Attaway, Bryce English, Tyreek Davis. And <laughs> Listen, I told you it got a little rough. I was getting, I was pressed for time. Tyreek Davis, Oscar Attaway, Bryce English, and Keelan Jackson. I can't top that, boys. Well, we're going to go regardless. So here we go. Yours this is my is tier five. Now. Tier five is need to show more. So um, very good players that I that need to show more. And <laughs> so uh, set number 17, I have cornerback Cam Johnson. Uh, like you said, like we both said, he's shown flashes in spring. He's shown, shown flashes past season. Uh, he's going to have to step up. He's going to get Brooks. He yeah he's gonna step up or get Brooks I'll tell you that so uh, Cam Johnson is a very talented player he's not young he's a junior so it's put up or shut up time so we'll see what he does I have high expectations for him I think he'll be very good so that's why he's number seventeen on this list eighteen I have Lauren Easley senior you had him high right nine you had him at nine. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have to laugh like that Jeez. I didn't laugh initially You made me laugh Alright uh, He's number 18 for me He's very good Like you said I'm concerned that he's Gonna come back and be The player he was um, Wait You're concerned he is? I'm concerned he's not there Okay you go. Good, I was good, like... good correction Good correction <laughs> But last year he had 74 carries For 386 yards In 4 games um, We all know he got hurt In game 5 Against Louisiana Tech He's capable of returning to form. He got cleared at the end of spring, something like that. Um, So we'll see how he comes back and if he can jostle for position in a loaded running back class. Jostle for position. Yes, very good wording. Number 19. (laughs) Number 19 is nickel cornerback Jameel Moore. Very good player. Very, very good player. Cannot say that enough. He was versatile in a way that... I don't want to throw Ashton Preston under the bus, but in a way we didn't see it from Ashton Preston. You could say Ashton Preston's clapping only went so far. Exactly. Shout out Ashton Preston, by the way, if you're listening to this. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. Um, but no, Jameel Moore was a step step up, complete step up. He was great. He had 32 tackles, four pass breakups um, in 13 games. He only started three games. This, again, speaks to your Tyreek Davis whatever the hell you said about him, is that he's very good. He's very versatile. He can play different positions. I don't matter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But no, Tyree Davis started a lot last year. So for Jameel Moore to come in and kind of take his spot, you you know he's good. So um, my number 20 is Taylor Robinson. But you had it like number two or whatever. (laughs) I didn't get this hate when I um, named him off, but now he's just, he's just unleashing it. <laughs> Taylor Robinson is my number 20. Uh, like you said, I think he is a little underrated. So um, I expect him to take another step forward this year. He showed flashes last year of being a guy that can pl- make plays in the air, but can also crash down in the run game. Uh, he had two picks, 12 starts, 58 tackles. It was his first year starting at safety last year, but this year I think with Another year next to Kyrie, another year in the system. I think he's going to have a good year. All right, can he I is a senior. No, I'm going to stay in my 21, and then you can go. He, this is my last one of my oh. Tier 5, which is named Need to Show More. So uh, Tier 5 is uh, a running back, but it is not Oscar Attaway. 
No, no, no. It's Nick Smith, isn't it? It is Nick Smith. That hurts me greatly. So, uh, Nick Smith. If you had to pick one of them, ask Oscar Attaway or Nick Smith for one season, who would you pick? Right now, I'm picking Nick Smith because I need the seasoning. I need the seasoning. I like seasoning. So, um, anyways, Nick Smith is my pick. He's going to be a senior. He played next to Jeffrey Wilson, for God's sake. Um, Anyways, he's very experienced. He had 68 carries for 363 yards last year, 5.2 yards per carry, two touchdowns, 10 receptions for 77 yards as well. He is capable of starting at other group of five schools and definitely at FCS schools. I have no problem saying that. He is a very good running back. He's a very talented running back. That's how good this running back class is that I also like Alf Scradway as well. <laughs> um, so they have like four Don't guys. patronize me no, pretty. <laughs> no, he's in my honorable mention, okay? I'm not patronizing you. He's good. Like, but anyways, Nick Smith, he's a well-rounded back, um, very good at everything. Not great at anything though. So Jack that, of all trades, that's master what, of none. There you go, Colin. Hit him with so, it. So that's why for me he's not super high on this list. But he is still there, twenty one. And isn't he number twenty one? What? Illuminati. Illumi- all right. Anyway, <laughs> that was my number twenty one. I'll let you take yours home before I take my home. Okay, t- my twenty one is uh my boy Jamil Moore. Hey. You already talked about him. Starting nickel corner. Yep, there you go. You made me lose my thunder. <laughs> Your thunder. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, uh, 22. You better get your thunder back, Con. Come on. Alvin Kentworthy. Alvin Kentworthy. That's a good one. So Very uh, good punter. We already, we already talked about him. <laughs> you only get a season high 68-yard punt. I did not know that. Yeah. I wrote it down. That's yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> Glad you wrote something down. All right. Go ahead. What's your number 22? Quinlan Whitlock. Okay. So I can know, roll with that. He's listen, in my honorable listen. mention. He could replace Cam Johnson if Cam Johnson gets a Brooks. Because outside of those top two. What about Jordan Roberts? Quinn Whitlock is going to replace Cam Johnson if Cam Johnson gets Brooks. Yes, okay. He would. So, you know, we had to put him somewhere. And he's a Juco transfer. We like our Juco's over here in North Texas. So, yep. There you go. Um, what am I on? 24? 20, I don't know. This is my tier four. Last two people. Okay. <laughs> I, don't you only have four tiers? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. 24. There's only two people left, though, man. All right, 24. Go ahead. They're twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> Colin, what the hell? Colin, 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 Colin. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Colin's dying over here. Colin. It took me a second, too, to, to process what you just said. Colin, you can't be putting all the I can freshmen do whatever I want. in this list. This is my show, too, damn it. Oh, my God. This is all Grayson and Gabriel Murphy oh tied for the 24th spot. Tied for the 24th spot. Couldn't even put one over the other. No. All right, why? Listen. They were the highest or two of the highest ranked recruits in the 2019 class. Yeah, they could also, you know, come in and play. Now, I will give you that I ranked the... You would put them above any of the linebackers right now. The inside linebackers? Obviously, we're not counting yeah. the jack linebackers. Uh, it's close. I did the list, Colin. I made a list of freshmen that could play yeah. in year one, and they were both like two and three, I think. Yeah, I know. So... Tied for 24th, so baby. It, yeah, so it's not a... I'm not going to say it's terrible. 
It's just not good. You're not good. You know that. I disagree with you. Listen, I know two things. Someone tweet at him, please. At me, and they'll agree. They'll be like, "Yeah, our recruits Recruits? are getting love." Yeah, no, I know that's true. People do love. Listen, people want to see Jalen Jackson next year. And Listen, Oscar Ottaway. They want to see Oscar Ottaway. I'm Adaway. a basketball guy, not a football guy. So No, sorry. it's good. It's good. No, it's not good. You already told me it's not you good. You want to hear my number 22? I don't even want to hear I'm anything. I'm going a little crazy here at number 22. He's going to be like, hold on, let me just guess. <laughs> he's going to be like, Tyreek Davis. Or he's going to be... Or he's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my number 22 is junior safety Mikhail Sanders. Ew. You can't just... You can't... You can't... <laughs> you, you can't come back... From <laughs> this is gone completely different than what I thought it was gonna go. I thought this was gonna be peaceful, you know. We were gonna just exchange our thoughts this back and forth. Breakdown. This is completely chaos. broken down. This chaos. Is chaos. Oh my gosh. All right, uh, Mikhail Sanders in 13 games, he had 13 tackles and one start. He filled in very nicely for Taylor Robinson one game. Uh, he's capable of starting, just like I mean, just like Nick Smith. He's capable of starting at other schools. Um, he is going to be a junior, so I expect him to get a little more run um, at safety, uh, whether that's just for breaks or starting, who knows. But um, we'll see how him and uh, him and Taylor Robinson go back and forth, maybe. Uh, they also have Alex Morris in that list, who's in my uh, honorable mention. So we'll see how that safety plays out, safety position plays out. Uh, 23, I have inside linebacker Katie Davis. I love Katie Davis. Uh, Brandon Garner actually told me that he thinks uh, Katie Davis will start. Now, coming out of the spring, it was a you know a coin flip between him and like Will Lee Masters, but Katie Davis is pretty good. So, and he's a sophomore. I think he's really has the potential, which is really kind of a thing I hate saying, but he has the potential to be the best inside linebacker this year. So, and it's not that good of an inside linebacking group but still that's why i got the murphy brothers yeah okay anyways colin uh (laughs) that's my 23 24 i have receiver but it's it's not keelan jackson uh it's katib lyles no it's not katib lyles it's greg white colin greg white the starter the guy can i get some hot takes in here i i had i had mikhail sanders at 21 22 colin i don't know what you want me to say uh, nine. Greg White. <laughs> Greg White, sophomore, seven receptions for 87 yards. Uh, he showed flashes in the spring as the reliable number two. He has big shoes to fill, though. I question how ready he is to be an explosive receiver. So that's my concern with him. Um, 25, I have t- the last offensive lineman, Jacob Brammer. Uh... He had some good experience. Not every offensive line has to make it. Well, he's he's good, okay? I believe in Jacob Brammer. This was tough. Listen, can, so, you, can you throw a freshman a bone? I have... I have. I don't want to hear any honorable mentions. I have, I have Oscar in my honorable mentions, Colin. <laughs> Let me get through 25. He was really average last year at left tackle. He couldn't even beat out Jordan Murray. That's saying something. But I think this year, he's going to be a sophomore. He's going to be Jordan better. Murray make your top 25? No. But next year, this year, he's going to start at right tackle. He's going to be much better. He's going to be improved. Um, I'm excited to see what um, he does this year at right tackle. Honorable mention, Colin. I will satisfy some of your uh, your picks. My insatiable need for freshman attention. <laughs> yep. All right. 
Let's hear it. Um, in How no particular have? order. In no particular yeah, order. Just list them off. Don't even I have talk like about eight. them. Don't even talk about them. Just name them off. Inside linebacker, senior Mike Linehan. Ja- senior Jack Tim Faison. Okay, I really thought it was Faison, which is way cooler. <laughs> that is way cooler of a name if you say it that way. Like Faison. Faison. Like yeah. you're phasing away the opponent. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We're getting on tangents. <laughs> Calling out a shirt that says. <laughs> No, why? How does? Hold on. We, 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 hey, we, we'll talk about this after. Go through your honorable mentions, and we'll go. We'll go over the shirt. We'll, we'll tell them the story. Um, senior defensive end Darian McMillan. He's gonna be good. I don't even know who that is. Uh, sophomore <laughs> safety Alex Alex Morris. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's gonna be good. Uh, Quinn Whitlock, junior cornerback. Uh, freshman running back Oscar Adaway. Uh, freshman redshirt freshman linebacker Larry Nixon. And linebacker Tyreek Davis. Those are my honorable mentions. Almost put Austin Annie on there. I almost did, just because, you know. Pretty good. Yeah. Also, can we also mention how Jordan Murray now is a Seahawk? No, we're not talking about that. Okay. Um, anyways, so uh, I went to a gypsy f- music festival. Quite literally a gypsy music festival. I didn't know it was Dipsy Music Festival. It was to support my girlfriend's brother's band. Um, so I went to that, and there was like seven little tents, right? And we walk up to a. Uh, we walk up to it. I don't know where it's at. We walk up to a uh, to a tent, and there's a shirt, and it has a picture of a drunk guy. Kind of looks like a stamp. It has a picture of a drunk drunk guy, just being drunk, and uh, it says El Baracho or how you. El I can't, my, I can't roll my R's. You know, El Baracho. Got the expander. And El Baracho. The drunk. The drunk. She got a matching one that says La Baracha. Yeah, there you go. And uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was a good time. I played some pool. That's great. So, anyways, <laughs> I bring that story up just because <laughs> you had to have been El Baracho when you made this list. <laughs> no. Barachado? No. Just a little hungry. No barachado. Um, just hungry. Um, all right. Here's my question to you: Who could move up on this list? Most likely to move up on this list. Surprise! You're asking me any kind of questions year. now. No, I want your opinion, Colin. This is Bruni's breakdown with Colin and with, Bruni. With Colin. Um, man, I think for for my list at least, Kelvin Smith. I had him at thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, and I feel like he could easily move up to like top ten, like seven. Six, yeah. depending on how effective, because we we don't know what the Titans are going to look like this season with Bodie Reader. Yeah. So right. I mean, it could completely change the way we've seen them. Who could fall? And not Rico, your freshman, not counting your freshman. Rico, Rico, I think Rico can fall. He is number two. One, I think Jalen, Jalen was still being bracketed yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen this year. Rico is now the focal point of all defenses going forward for this North Texas uh, offense. And I feel like he's very limited, like I talked about. He's this receiver. You throw the ball up, he gets it. You know, He's Mason. a big play receiver. Right. And I feel like that's going to be limited if he's double covered. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, those are good answers. Um, <laughs> he's like, dang, I was surprised. All right, who's your who's your biggest mover up, possibly? You throw like Tyreek Davis in there to, so I can feel less bad. <laughs> I'll tell you one. Tell me one. <laughs> Cam Johnson. I had him at 17. I think he yeah, could have a great year. That's pretty low. I had him at 12. I could, he could have a good year. Uh, same with Jameel Moore. 
Those two guys can move up. Lauren easily could move up. Uh, they were like my 17 through 19. One who could fall down a little bit. Give me a big faller. Who's your big faller? Could be Jalen Darden. Hmm. Could be. But is that because we overhyped him? Probably. Okay. Then pick, <laughs> one, pick one that that has the pedigree. Kyrie Muhammad. Okay. But no, I can't see him falling. Actually, I'm not gonna say Kyrie. Mason Fine. I'm not. I was just looked at the name. I'm not <laughs> saying it. I'm not saying it. Uh, Joe Zogu. He could get beaten out again. You're giving me way too easy ones here. Mike Law. I had him at too 11. easy. Bruni's too conservative. I want a hot take from you one time. This man takes showers in lukewarm water. I literally named six guys who could have bad seasons. Who could have bad seasons, but haven't had great seasons either. Who have you named that's had a great season? Jalen Darden last year. Great season. He had 48 receptions for four touchdowns. (laughs) Okay. You only remember one of them. He had he had very <laughs> Jalen Darden's very good. I'm not I'm not backing down on that. Jalen Darden's very good. I know he's really good, but I'm saying like, like who's the top guy? Oh my gosh, how many top guys are there on this team? Mason Fine. You want me to say Mason Fine? Is no, that what you want me to say? Huh? I don't want you to say Mason okay, Fine. Then. Well, I don't I don't think Rico's gonna drop off that much. He's a, I mean it's a good candidate. I think that he could because he's gonna get bracketed, so it's gonna be a problem. But um. He's a candidate, but I'm, I'm not going to pick him. And I don't think Kyrie's going to drop. I don't think Ladarius is going to drop. I'm going Jalen Darn. That's my highest one. So there you go. So sad. All right, anyways, let's get to the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. The fruits? Or the dessert. Meat and potatoes? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's the meat and potatoes of 24-7, so I guess. Okay, Um. so seven more recruits. Seven recruits in the last two weeks, Colin. I remember us talking about how none of these recruits are going to still be on this board come this time of the year. That's not true. No. when not What's his name? Lorenzo, or however you say his name? Lorenzo Thompson. Yeah, we were like, yeah, he probably won't He probably won't sign. We said that. You want to go back and listen? We did say that. <laughs> no, I think what I said was that, you know, in a few months, looking forward, there could be a few names on this list that don't sign with UNT, so I don't want to get overhyped for them. Right, but it seems to be the opposite of what's happening. Nobody's not. Nobody's decommitting. You are right. And they all took a picture together, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> Never seen that before. Seth just kind of with stand- Seth. With Seth, they are just going at it, and they're all like hyping each other up on Twitter. Like it's wild. Yeah, bro. No, okay, we're not coming. <laughs> Time to make history. <laughs> Mason's history, okay. Unite North Texas. We're already united. United is one. <laughs> We're gonna get in so much trouble. I don't. I might get in trouble. Fun of You'll them. get in trouble. I'm making fun of them. Um. So yeah, we're at 15 commits now. They also picked up an 85.6 rated recruit. That's big time. And he's you know, an offensive tackle, Eric Williams. You want to where that ranks all time? I. <laughs> Thanks. It ranks seventh Jeez. below the great Jalen Guyton. Woo! We're getting Jalen Guyton of the offensive line. That's good. Um, no, Eric Williams looks really good. It's going to be tough for them to keep him, um, because he, he, people are just going to throw offers at him and just is the case with high three-star guys, which he's not even that high of a three-star, but he's still a strong three-star guy. So that's going to be one to keep an eye on. Jacoby Johnson also committed linebacker from Oklahoma. He's the number 14 player in Oklahoma. Pretty solid. Uh, he's also an 85 rated um, he doesn't have a ton of offers either, Jacoby Johnson. 
let me make sure I'm right on this before I do it out. Yeah, he he has like offers from Cornell, New Mexico State, Central Oklahoma. Like he doesn't have a ton of offers yet. So uh, Jacoby Johnson's one to watch. Cade Renfro uh, committed before we the last podcast, so he's not one of the seven. Um, but he's still here. He's one that I predicted that they were gonna have a tough time keep holding on to. But he visited. He's the leader of the hype. He visited. He loved it. I asked him. I was like, "Hey, does this strengthen your commitment at all?" Because uh, I put up that story yeah. with all of them and stuff, and I asked all of them, "Does that visit strengthen your commitment?" And all of them were like, "Yeah." Some of them were even like, "I don't know if it's possible to be any more committed than I what I am right now, but if there is a way, I am." I was like. All right, bro. I just asked. I don't even know what that means. I'm like, all right, all right, man. That's a whole nother level of commitment. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know this, but I am committed to this team with my flesh and blood. Like, okay, all right, I got you. I, I got bleed you. green. I bleed <laughs> green. Like, I've slowly started putting dye into my man's tattooing their eyes. <laughs> Do you have the North ta- the UNT tattoo on their shoulder? Yeah. Oh my! What if? Well, oh, okay. Then Seth will leave, and their offer will get withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, okay. anyways, uh, they picked up a recruit yesterday, Jake Roberts from uh, Oklahoma, tight end. Two tight ends in this class. If you yep. don't think they're serious about getting tight ends, good tight ends, you're wrong because they're picking up tight ends like nobody's business. Yeah, and they already had Christian Lee. Yeah, and they picked up a walk-on for this class, 2019, yep. like right right before uh, the summer season. So they're getting recruits for tight ends just to have depth, and they're going to have a lot of them. So Jake Roberts was good. Pick up, uh, we've already talked about Dane Jackson and Christian Lee and Lorenzo Thompson and Jason Curl. Those are all old news, even though they're good players. Uh, Cade Bond, offensive guard from Magnolia, 83-rated. It just it feels so good having all these you know eighty three rated, eighty two rated. I just want to put like this that, in perspective right? for people that is it the are, same story you've told twice on this podcast already? I I don't know. Okay, um, are of the newer generation? You know, I'm the old guard. You know, having already graduated, and uh, Rudy's giving me this look. I wish there was an office camera just laying around here. I just be staring. <laughs> at uh, whenever I was coming to UNT and I was excited to come here or come there, I guess I'm not there anymore. This is the story. Go ahead. It is the story. Yes, because you said you got on the you got online. Yeah, I got twenty four seven sports, and you know you got like you got one three star, which is Rico, and then you had a two star that was only ranked by twenty four seven, and then a bunch of no stars. Oh my god! What a great time. You know why they all have stars now? Because of me. Because I do this. Because we started this twenty four seven site, and now look at us. Look at us. Flourishing with the 83 recruits. Flourishing. So anyways, uh, we've already talked about Jet Duncan and Jamal Ligon as well. Uh, Garnett Brooke, Garnett Burke, I'm sorry, is a three-star safety, 82 rated from Garland, Texas. He was someone who kind of impressed Gabe, I know, a lot. Yeah. Um, then you have defensive tackle Tashawn Johnson from Killeen, uh, 82 rated. Uh, Jordan Nichols committed very recently, like, Three days ago, I believe. Uh, he's another safety. He can play different positions, though. He's a, um, according to, I mean, according to what I saw and then what Gabe said as well is that he has some, he can move between between safeties and he can, he can even go down to like linebacker if they need him to. So yeah, uh, Jordan Nichols is interesting. And then you have Isaiah Cooper who committed right before our last podcast. So he's a running back. So 
all three stars still. You're at 15 commits. You're at 33 in the nation. Number one in Conference USA. Uh, you have an average rating of 82.88 or .8288, however you want to say it, which is still higher than last year's. That's really all that matters to me. Uh, I think, I mean, that's all I had for them. I Do you, do you believe in the hype now, Colin? I don't know. You don't know. What do you not know? I mean, we've seen lots of recruits. I mean, Jalen Guyton went to Notre Dame and flopped there. Yeah, but he, he flopped there here. for he flopped there right for different reasons. But it happens all the time where people get are highly touted recruits and then just flop. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. this you have a lot of quantity and quality, so that's helpful. Um, but I mean, everyone on this list isn't gonna isn't gonna be a starter for this team. Yeah. Some of them might not even play. Uh, but it's good to have this deep of a class and this talented of a class because it gives you an opportunity to to have those impact players. Yeah, and the the main thing is it, it raises your floor. So yep. I think that more than anything, it just raises your floor. Because um, you look at the starting the starters of this team this season, you look at Dion Noble was a two star, I believe. You look at like. You look at other guys that were two-star guys that are making names for Mason Fine, Kyrie Muhammad, both of those, yeah, Mason Fine, two-star guys. And when you get three-star guys, they're not going to be automatically better than the two-star guys like in college. But again, you have a higher floor. They have a, they have a higher potential to be what exactly they are. higher floor yeah. and a higher potential. So it maybe that's because it's physically, maybe that's because of you know coaching, maybe that's exposure. Who knows? But you get players that are better at that age, at the age of 18. And so then you can mold them into being, you know, while Kyrie Muhammad is a great player and everything like that, you have the potential to get an even better version of a safety like that. If you just keep getting higher rated guys, right. higher rated guys, obviously uh, coaching is a big thing in that as well. We'll see how the coaches um, develop them and everything like that, but they've done a good job so far in the three years of Seth Luttrell. So, uh, nothing to say that they're not being developed. So yeah, it might it might be a really bad comparison, but it's like Probably. soccer in Europe and then soccer here. Exactly. In Europe, they start professionally way earlier than they do here, mm-hmm. so they're not as developed. So in like Europe, you'll have a 14 year old playing professionally, whereas here they don't start till they're 18, and that's the same with these recruits. They're already a step ahead of where Kyrie was when he first got here, where yeah. you know Mason was arguably. Yeah. Now, now it's going to take the work that Kyrie and Mason put in, obviously, right. to get to that point that they are at. But um, again, higher floor. We'll see if they have higher ceiling. We'll see if they can reach that higher ceiling. Yep. Um, one thing that I was asked was, how many recruits do you think they'll have by the end of July? Now that is a month and a half away. Considering they've gotten seven commits in the last fourteen days, I said twenty-three, twenty-three out of twenty-five. Is that crazy? No. So eight. You could argue they could max it out. (sighs) Man, that's it's hard to believe, but they're just on a roll. They are, and the thing is, I know of like three others that could be committed. Right. Slight flex. Be sure to uh, sign up for VIP on on them. Yeah. (laughs) Was that a humble brag? I think that's what it's called. The kids are calling it nowadays. (laughs) The kids. The kids. We already we already lost weird flex, but okay. Yes. Yeah, that's that's gone. That's gone, okay. Humble brag. I guess I'm behind with the Humble times. Brag. Yeah, Colin. Um, but no, yeah, I can see about 23. I almost, I almost just replied and said all of them, period. <laughs> that would have been that would have been something. But no. I mean, only if you had a hot take in you. 
I don't know, I don't know where this is starting from, Colin. Because I don't know. <laughs> just just gotta come at you I for have, something. I have the I have takes, okay? Okay, I put my Kyle Sanders at twenty two. Alright, I don't wanna hear it. It's a great take. Um Okay. Alright, Colin. Anything else here? I wanted to keep this podcast kinda short. I have no clue how long we're at. We're at about an hour. Are we really? Yeah. Oh, this was a great podcast. This was great. Not even a humble brag, just straight brag. This was just great. great. This was a Anyways, podcast. because it was so great, please be sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We're up to seven Spotify. ratings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, leave a review. I'd love to see what y'all think. If it's not a five five star, we don't want it. Yeah, not even four and a half. Bomani Jones, I've started listening to the Bomani Jones podcast, and he is like, leave five star on iTunes. If you leave a four star, I'm inclined to believe you're a hater. I'm inclined to believe you're a hater. Uh, I wish I would. I wish I was that clever to come up with something like a tagline like that. But all I say you, you is you came up with uh, something earlier. What I say? You're looking good, Colin. Feel good. Look good. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Colin, you don't look good. I'm sorry to sorry to break the news to you. <laughs> Listen, you're in a, the same piston shirts you've had on since Tuesday. What are you um, talking about? Sorry to tell you this. We wore Colin. different clothes yesterday. At our basketball game, you were forced to change. <laughs> you were forced. <laughs> you to walked change. out there in the Pistons uniform jersey, and they're, they're like, uh, "Excuse me, sir." Blake Griffin f- flows <laughs> through my veins. Okay, <laughs> those two threes were Blake Griffin threes. You hit two threes, Colin. And the thing is, I didn't even act like I was excited. I literally, I didn't act like I was excited. I couldn't believe they went in. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a sense of disbelief. In the, the amount that I've been practicing lately. No, but I did believe they were going in, though. When you shot them, I'm That's not good. even joking. I, I looked at your shot, and I was like, I've seen you make that shot before and warming up. Anyways, Bruni had like 15 assists yesterday. So shout out, Bruni. I scored more points passed, than him, though, so he's so clearly many, the worst player on the passes. team. I had so many passes. I passed the ball so many I times. mean, they were all no-look passes. I was like I was like Rondo. No, because all your passes were from like top of the key rondo you know will drive and kind of bro they were in a zone they were just sitting and in the he zone, was just and, and he like, was just like whipping these things around we had this one play where I, I i took the ball up court i just like handed it off to oh. bruni and without even bringing the ball down he just took it from where he ever he caught it and just whipped it like a like manu if you've seen that manu pass to uh matt bonner look it up just a one-handed rifle pass that's what it was it was such a great feeling thank you for calling for passing me that ball by the way i was like calling 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 Toss to me. I was waiting. Zoom. It was great. Um, but yeah, any, before any, before I say anything else, uh, I'm gonna plug our stuff one more time. Follow us on our Twitters, CJH Mitchell at Matt Bruni25. Follow Mean Green247. That's the most important one. I don't care if you follow us individually. Follow. Yeah, mean we got a new Twitter a while ago. Follow Mean Green247 <laughs> on Twitter. That's the big one. Uh, any follows you can. We're at like 165 followers now, which is really good. That's almost past me. So. That's the goal. Um, <laughs> thanks to everyone who's followed that already. Follow that uh, more. I'll post polls on that. We post, you know, recruits. We post, we'll start posting videos on there. We'll start posting everything on there. So follow that account for everything North Texas sports. Um, leave us a rating, like Colin said. Only five stars. Thank you very much. I'm not joking at all. Do not leave us a four star. <laughs> you leave us a four star. I'm deleting the podcast off of iTunes and restarting it so then we don't have a four star rating. And going in there and leaving a manual five star review, <laughs> yeah. like as a no. All right. Anyways, uh, we're at I'm seven. We're at seven five star reviews right now. Thank you to everyone who does that. We will be on a hiatus unless there's an emergency podcast. Also, another thing I want to bring up very briefly is that Ryan Woolridge still has not picked a school. Is this man going anywhere next year? I just didn't even. I just thought about what that. What if he just went to Europe? He might just go to. Like honestly, that's not a terrible idea. That's probably go play best. in the NBL. 
with Lamelo and uh, R.J. R.J. Hampton. Low key. What if they were teammates? Could you imagine? No. All right. Ryan Woolridge and R.J. Hampton as teammates. I was thinking ball. I was thinking Lamelo. No, we and don't. Even, we don't even want to associate anybody from North Triple Texas B. <laughs> no. Triple B with R. Triple B. Triple B and R. <laughs> Ryan. Anyways, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised at this point, bro. It's so late. Yeah, I at the, and he's this, obviously he's not healthy, so it's not like he could work out anyways. This is a big tangent, but still. But yeah. all right, I'm sorry. I'll I'll wrap it up. We'll have an emergency podcast at some point, probably just because Ryan emer- will do emergency will happen. Yeah, maybe Instagram live it. <laughs> <laughs> to 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 be decided. TBD. Um, but yeah, follow us on everything SoundCloud as well. Uh, we don't Twitch stream this anymore, so you don't need to follow that anymore. But thank you for your support on like this. We did. Yeah, thank you for the support on this uh, platform. We're hoping to continue to grow it, and we're excited to um, bring you more cool stuff like our intro. Yeah, so enjoy that. We won't play it as the outro, but you can listen to the intro again if just, you want to just, hear it. Just play the whole thing back again. Yeah, I it thought it was kind of cool. So. It was cool. We're, and thank you to all those players who did it for us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to name them, but all of them, big shout-out to them. We're trying to get more people. Maybe have like six players do it. Who knows? But thanks to them. Uh, Mason, if you're listening to this. I wasn't going to say his name. Okay, Colin. <laughs> Mason. Mason. <please>. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll be back in August. If if nothing happens till then, it'll be early August. Early, early August. Like August 1st. So uh, keep a lookout for that. We'll update you on Twitter. Uh, anything else you have, just tweet at us. But until then, we thank you very much for joining us. And we'll talk to you all later. Peace.